Hey, don't hate on Sophia the First, damn it. This is level nine, Resident Evil 2, Lizard Squad. I am Shane O'Hare, and we are down one of our pundits. Uh, Derek Cranenveld, uh, sadly, is uh, not with us. He's off playing he, Candy um, Crush. He's off playing Candy Crush uh, or celebrating Canadian Christmas, which, according to him, all holidays happen a month early in Canada. So... He's gone, but we don't need him. He ain't even a gamer. He ain't even a gamer. No. Um, Still hasn't um, played Halo. He doesn't doesn't play Halos. The guy's got to play that Halos. Um, that first voice that's uh, chiming into the background, that is the winner of the 2014 Most Disgusting Sandwich of the Year Award <laughs> with his spinach and meatball sub, oh, Josh God. Jackson. What else did oh. you get on that? What'd you else, what else did you get on that sandwich? I got... A ton of other delicious objects to put on my sandwich. Uh, Parmesan cheese, oregano, and tons and tons of spinach, which is why I am at the pinnacle of healthiness at the moment. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Your definition of healthy is dubious. Yeah, that's what I hear. But you know what? (laughs) I've I've sat in front of a video game screen for over 20 years, and the eye doctor said that everything's that I have like 20-20 vision. So I must be doing something right. So pile on the meatballs and the spinach because I'll take it. It's yeah, all part I, of the P90XL program. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's that's funny you mentioned the eye thing because uh, I have always, ever since I started getting tested, I have 2010 vision. And shit, I mean, I'm in front of a fucking computer more than somebody at goddamn NASA. See, it's like, so. it's like exercise for your eyes. You stare at the screen long enough and your eyes just get stronger. <laughs> Same, same with my teeth. Haven't had cavities in years or ever, and I eat nothing but candy. <sighs> it's fucked. We are the next step in evolution. Exactly. They're gonna make another. And, they're gonna make an X Men movie about us. Yes, and introducing the peak, the physical embodiment of perfect of this next evolution, <laughs> uh, step in evolution is Juan Carlos. And I have to say, Juan, this might sound a little weird, no homo, but. Before I met you, I saw your picture on, on Facebook, and I was talking with Derek, and I'm like, who's this one Carlos guy? He's way too hot to be writing for us. <laughs> and like when we, when we met you at Comic-Con, we're like, damn, this guy is hot. <laughs> and there was, you, your, your attractiveness came up more than once uh, during uh, Comic-Con 2012. So, Well, thank you very, very much. That's <laughs> it's, it's, it's how I got my wife, uh, hopefully, I think. But, it was. Uh, a Ze- it must be the Zelda tattoos. It, it must be. It must be. But I will say, when I first met her, she uh, when I went to to her apartment for the first time, the first thing she shows me is her old school Nintendo and a copy of oh Bubble Bobble God. with all the manuals. She has all the manuals in mint condition. So it was like, all right, this girl's a keeper. Oh, yeah, wow. she's employed, and yeah, she's hot. But you know, she has a Nintendo, so you got to keep that. And you know what? Like, I I met her at WonderCon. Was it? Was it? Yeah, I, yeah. You met her WonderCon last year. And uh, this year, you you know what? She's quite the pleasant conversation she is very nice to talk to but the nintendo part that's just fucking icing on the cake god damn <laughs> yeah she she's uh she's amazing um uh, so uh i get the she puts up with all my nintendo stuff and she knows that we're recording the show right now so she is probably happy because she has a living room off to herself at this moment <laughs> she's probably... off she's off making you a meatball and spinach sandwich no actually i had to make her dinner today Ooh. yeah so she's off playing Hyrule Warriors in our living room right now, probably. Oh my God, you're living the dream. I am living the dream. <laughs> this could be your future, kids. Keep playing those, <laughs> keep playing those video games and eating those meatball sub sandwiches with spinach. <laughs> and you- all right, all right, guys, let's get into the news. I have a weird cadence. I don't know why. Um, first on the list <laughs> is the PlayStation turns twenty, and Jeez. Sony is commemorating. This auspicious, auspicious, uh, I don't know, important events <laughs> by releasing a very, very limited 20th anniversary edition of the PlayStation 4. I will be sure to link to their uh, unboxing vid that they put up on the official uh, PlayStation YouTube channel. But um, it's coming in that um, that classic gray look uh, from the original PlayStation. Uh, it's going to have the, that 
that uh, four-color PS logo um, that we all know and love. The the bottom half is going to be embroidered with triangles, squares, X's and O's, and uh, it's all of them are going to be individually numbered. There uh, are twelve thousand three hundred globally, and pre-orders start December sixth at ten a.m. Pacific time. Um, and mm. I'm looking this. I'm looking at the side by sides, um, and I think they've faithfully, faithfully recreated the PlayStation. Um, what? were your guys's favorite PlayStation games, PlayStation one games. Huh? That's, uh, there's so many, um, starting when I first got the PlayStation puzzle, puzzle fighter was just the game that sold me on the PlayStation. I know it wasn't exclusive to PlayStation, but it was the first game that I ever bought with my own money. And I sat there and played it for hours upon hours. We would have more, um, we would have more competitive matches in that than we would in an actual street fighter game. So, Hmm. Yes, yeah, so that was always one. Um, of course, you have your Metal Gears, your Final Fantasies. Um, Tomba was always a really good one. Tomba? Oh, uh, Tomba. What the fuck is a Tomba? It's the, the crazy-ass caveman. <laughs> oh, oh, was it? Yeah, okay, I know Tomba. Oh, yeah. I know like, PlayStation had so many great um, platforming games and RPGs that didn't really get any kind of attention after that generation ended. But you know what? Now that I'm talking about it, I would have to say off the top of my head that overall my favorite PlayStation game was probably Legend of Dragoon. That game was just yeah. it was, was visually was that, was that a Sega Saturn game? Oh no, it was it was was it really? I think it was. It came out for Saturn too. I believe. I think you, maybe you're thinking of Panzer Dragoon. Oh, oh yeah, you're, you're, yep. you're right. Yep. That's what it is. Okay, because I was gonna say unless I'm going crazy, I think Legend of Dragoon was Sony first party. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, um, it was like you know turn based RPG where you interacted with your movements. Like if you timed your button presses while you were attacking, um, you could extend your combo. Um, at the time, visually it was gorgeous. The gameplay was creative. Um, it had these transformations where you can go from just being a regular warrior to being a dragoon, which gave you a whole new set of abilities. And sadly they never expanded on it or never got a sequel. The closest it came was almost becoming DLC in PlayStation all-stars, but it got scrapped at the last minute so oh that's a bummer yeah but other than that i mean that i would probably have to say that that's mine hmm. i'd go with uh castlevania symphony of the night uh chrono cross and uh Mar- street fighter alpha 3 i that was my jam i love the hell out of that that was my probably of all the alphas that was my favorite street fighter alpha game now now uh, uh uh educate a very ignorant uh well not very ignorant but i'm fairly ignorant um educate an ignorant individual on what the difference between like the alphas and everything else is a street fighter alpha uh, the alpha series it takes place before the events of street fighter 2 so it traces the younger years of ryu ken and chun li before she gets very meaty thighs like they show her in a kind of a tracksuit type deal Mm -hmm. um it shows charlie which if you beat street fighter 2 guile says like oh charlie like you know he died you know mysterious reasons uh, so you see, actually see Charlie, you get to play as him um, in the Alpha series. And then if you play as him and beat the game, then you see what happens to him at the end of the game. Uh, so it's it's just like a pre, it's a prequel series. Hmm. But nor, but nor George Lucas found anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these prequels are so, actually good. Yeah, the, those Alpha series were really good. Uh, Parappa the Rapper. Um, and of course, Final Fantasy. <laughs> and and a, a DDR. I mean, that's what like made me like holy fall in love with ps1 because i could finally play my ddr games <laughs> oh yeah and then real quick you mentioned prop of the rapper and i f- totally forgot about um jammer lammy which is fantastic too oh well. yeah i've and i i've played uh prop of the rapper and um jammer lammy and just love them but you know what's, what's funny this was the era where if you were go if we went right now back 20 years to 1994 mm-hmm. and in 19 between 1994 and 1999 or whatever us and say hey guys in 20 years capcom is gonna be fucking disgraceful <laughs> like, like, like no way man they're never gonna let mega man forever it's like, i know at the, at the time we we're complaining that there was too many mega man games i remember yeah it's like yeah yeah you had mega man 8 mega man x and then a few years later you had like the zero series legends you had three of every network. version of battle network um, it was, and it got to the point where people were like, oh, there's too much Mega Man. And now we're like begging for Mega Man. We'll take anything at this point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Capcom. Yeah. It's like it, it, the good old days. 
yeah, the good old days. And then it'd be like, hey, uh, you know that game Rayman? Yeah, that company is going to turn into the worst company <laughs> on the planet. There you go. I got I to gotta bring it around. Um, I personally have, uh, like I said before, the PS4 is my very first PlayStation. Uh, well, I had a PSP, but that doesn't count. But, so I never had a PlayStation. I would only play it at my uncle's house. And my favorite game was actually uh, a game I got him for his birthday called Colony Wars. It was this mm. space uh, shooter that spanned like a few discs. And it was really, 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 really fun and like really involved. And it was just a, a fun fucking space shooter and I dug the shit out of it. So, yeah. Uh, but back to this special 20th edition. Uh, besides paint job, Josh, you said that the you, you heard that there was rumored that they had the startup sound changed. Oh, yeah. There's supposed to be a theme coming. I think you'll be able to download it for any PlayStation. But mm. Um, when you start it up, it has the same chimes and sound effects that the original PlayStation had when you started <laughs> it up. So that was pretty cool. Oh, adorable. Yeah. And how much would this thing go for? Um, I believe it's just being um, sold for like just a standard price, but it's just they're super limited. There's 12,300 globally, like on the planet. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I just found it. It's being sold for four ninety nine. Uh, So. Is that the normal price? Uh-huh. No, that's hundred dollars yep, more. That's a hundred dollars more, I think. But it is coming with the the, yep. the camera. It's coming with the camera. Oh, okay. It comes with the camera and then like a vertical stand, like in the box. So, okay. so there, there's your value added, the extra, extra hundred dollars. So, um, I'm kind of like mad, like, oh, they're releasing this now after I just got one. But I don't know. I'm happy with my Destiny bundle. The white one's cool. Um, moving on then. Um, Valve just announced today that they are going to be um, releasing a new feature for Steam, Steam Broadcasting. Um, they're they're going to have native game broadcasting built into their Steam client, which is um, kind of one of the few times where, excuse me, um, Origin beat them to the punch. Uh, Origin uh, has built-in broadcasting uh, to Twitch. But this is, um, from what I was able to gather, the official announce page has been completely like just bombarded and destroyed. So I can't get the official press release as of this recording. But um, from what I've been able to gather, it's only uh, going to be in the Steam ecosystem. Uh, and you're not going to be able to save any of the broadcasts. Um, so mm-hmm. that's kind of interesting. I feel like that might be sl- a slight shot in the foot. And another thing is, if you don't, um, if you don't like uh, stay on top of your permission settings, um, I, for, just from what I'm able, able to gather, if your friends see that you're online and say, like, "Oh, view game," if your permission settings aren't the way you want it to, they can just view any game you're playing at the time. So uh, I don't think there's like a prompt like, "Oh, uh, Juan Carlos wants to watch Josh um, play um, a dating sim game." <laughs> why not yeah well, we, why why do that when we could just date for real well well true. true true but but i mean you're never gonna find somebody as good as you know kiko and fuda brothers 2 adventure for the the extended panties so <laughs> <laughs> i wish Derek was here because then he'd be like what the hell is fuda what do you mean eh? <laughs> can, can i do that I can't, yeah so what the what the fuck is food at? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> what is that? That is that on Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! So um, I think that's cool, but I'm a little disappointed that it's stuck in the the Valve ecosystem. But I mean, for Christ's sakes, they have one of the most played video games on the planet, or a few of the most video games. Uh, they got TF2, Dota 2, Counter Strike Go. Those are all the big heavy hitters in the gaming industry right now. So mm, I don't know. Uh, I'll see how it goes when I, when I have it. Are either of you, you guys aren't big steam gamers. Are you? No, uh, no, mainly because my uh, laptop, I have two, one's mostly just for work. And, you know, I, and a lot of the games that I want to play, my PC is not that powerful to run them smoothly. Uh, I would have to invest a lot. In them. Yeah. Yeah. I, peasants. yeah. It took me 15 minutes to start Skype today. So, I don't even think I'm gonna bother trying with the games. You you you, you didn't go uh, Black Friday shopping for a new laptop. I can't buy myself everything because then Megan has nothing to buy me for Christmas. 
Oh, she's buying you that disgusting ass sandwich you heard you ordering earlier. <laughs> I know we heard that happen. Yeah. Like, and you were trying to like, like keep it quiet. Like, oh, could I get a meatball with <laughs> spinach? And we were both like, spinach. spinach? What the fuck? I mean, spinach on its own. I mean, fine. I'll have a spinach salad all day long. What the fuck? You know that you know they're listening to the show and they're like, wait a minute, spinach on a meatball sub. Where does this guy live? LA. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You yeah. could go have like like pure authentic Mexican food. I remember the last time I was in LA just like bombing around and uh hooked up with a friend of mine and he he um got me cow tongue tacos and I'm, I'll I'll do anything once and these are fucking good. And this was like right off of Hollywood Boulevard and you're getting a, a sandwich with meatballs and spinach? Well, yeah, you got to be adventurous. That kind of that other crap's around everywhere. Well, hmm. I thought it was just for being healthy. It's like ah, I'm gonna order, <laughs> I'm gonna order a pot roast, but I'm gonna have a diet coke. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is no longer a gaming podcast. It is a diet nutrition podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, see what happens when you know when Derek's not here. Yeah. That's what it becomes. Yeah. Well, you know, all that we fit has to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of we fits, uh, actually, this is a completely terrible segue. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Nintendo, <laughs> um, uh, one of those Samus uh, factory fucked up amiibos, the one with the two guns, just sold on eBay for twenty five hundred dollars. Jesus, not listed, sold for twenty five hundred dollars, and I'll put. Uh, a link to a picture in the show notes, but it's pretty much what you what you expect. Um, somewhere in the factory, the machine pumped out two guns on one Samus, and they're the hot like the hot misprinted Pokemon cards of the year. And obviously, because some some collector bought it for twenty five hundred dollars. It's too bad that the. <laughs> sorry, I was just gonna say it's too bad that the cross eyed Marths weren't going for anything because I could find those everywhere. <laughs> Uh, sorry, guys. I'm repackaging my Marth and adding two swords to him right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I I just want to say, um, I uh, yesterday yesterday yeah I went to go pick up Grand Theft Auto for the PS4 and I got to see an amiibo uh, in person and shit, dude. These things look way better than I thought they would. Like they look they look fine. All those fucking pictures and everyone you know circle jerking. They look fine. Which ones did they have? And I've been. Um, oh yeah, good. What did they have? Uh, I I specifically like zoomed in and checked out Peach's face, and, and she doesn't look like she's nominating on like a jawbreaker or anything. She looks good, <laughs> but they have like all the the commons, like Yoshi and the other ones there. I wasn't too interested. I was shopping around for a Wii U, but I'm gonna wait till next week to get one of those. Oh, I can't wait till you get it. Yeah, yeah. And the, and a question for the listeners: What killer app must have title should I pick up? When I get my Wii U, they have a, Ooh, they have, that's a good mission objective yeah, for next week. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, like optional objective, but secondary mission objective. There you go. Secondary. Secondary mission objective. Um, they have, a uh, one of the, the Luigi bundle, um, at this GameStop. The guy's like, we're probably not going to sell that. So just come in next week and snag it. Then I'm going to get some games. I'm going to get some games and, uh, go back to, uh, my Nintendo roots. I'm going to tell you right now, and Josh, you can confirm this. When you pick a Bayonetta, mm-hmm. go ahead and play the first Bayonetta. Have you played the first Bayonetta? Negative. Okay, good. Play it, and before you even start, you know, kicking ass, go change her costume. Oh, I will. Oh no, I'm put. I'm going to put her in the Link costume because. F- oh no no oh, oh no oh. oh put her in Princess Peach's outfit. Oh oh, I'm getting I'm getting insider information here, aren't I? Josh, oh, yeah. have you done that yet? Um, yeah, you're not going to want to miss that. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, a female link is kind of my fetish, but straight peach is okay with me. So I can I can always just, play it twice. You can, but just you know, uh, the, Josh, the opening cinematic is you know they do. There's a lot of you know fan service, fan service, Ooh. absolutely. And it's let's just say the the viewing angles. Are best served with Peach's outfit. I'll just say that. <laughs> huh. All right. I mean, I don't want to bust a nut on the couch playing a video game, or do I? <laughs> or do I? It's probably no different from any other day. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you were you did do that with Tetris. I mean, so, I, I mean, I mean <laughs> when that when that four four long block goes in, it's just like can't stand it. <laughs> damn. And then that and that that two by two. Damn. That, 
damn, that girl got some curves. <laughs> it's almost like a circle. <laughs> and I'll probably play my Wii U while Xbox Live and PlayStation Network are down because Lizard Squad struck again this no. last day. Uh, this time they targeted... Oh, I put the wrong link in there. Um, this week they targeted Xbox Live and took it down. Now, if you guys aren't familiar with Lizard Squad, the nefarious Lizard Squad, um, they are a hacker group that um, <coughs> has risen to fame recently uh, by attacking online game services. Uh, they've attacked Origin, they've attacked PlayStation Network, Xbox Live, um, and they always tweet out like, oh, a bunch of pissed off gamers. Um, the first time I dealt with them, it was I was playing Destiny with a friend and we just got booted and I'm like, what the fuck is this? So we go to the Destiny subreddit, go to the new tab, and everyone's like, oh, what the fuck, Lizard Squad? And I'm like, Dylan, who the fuck is a Lizard Squad? What is going on? <laughs> and it's just a group of hackers just being shitheads. And it was so funny seeing all the nerds freak out so much at Lizard Squad. And I, you know what? I just had to stand back and laugh and be like, you know what? Good job, Lizard Squad. You guys added some some much-needed humor in a world of melancholy and despair. And their logo is hilarious. It's just a fucking lizard with a pipe and a top hat. So, <laughs> um, Then again, it doesn't take a lot to piss off gamers lately. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think I think at the least all you need to do is put on a, a flannel shirt and have some hoop earrings and say that what they play is shitty. Oh, yeah. Either that or yeah. bring out an Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, podcast yes. over. I'm angry now. I I need to go. I need to go punch an animal. Thanks, Josh, for reminding me that that game exists and <laughs> sitting on my shelf. Did you see the? Uh, uh, did you see they already announced the next one? What? <laughs> yep, <laughs> they did. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow! Wow! He's really going into shock. Like he's I, he's really mad because the mic is breaking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> really like what what is this give me give me some deets on this what is this okay uh, do you want to break the news to him josh um, you go ahead i already i already gave him uh, an aneurysm so i think you could break it to him easier uh the the next game is set in victorian era london hmm, i don't know how i feel about that it's uh I, I you know what i appreciate london for the literature uh for the you know the architecture it is not one of my favorite places. Well, mm. at, it's at this point, every, setting and everything else is secondary to whether or not the game will actually work when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah. And I hear that the one in 2016 will be in uh, 20th century Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> 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 it, takes place, it takes place in 1995 when Rayman launches. <laughs> goes back to some history when when ubisoft was actually good and then do you have to go around oh. and assassinate all their talented developers yeah <laughs> that's why that's why we have the results we have now because some asshole assassin <laughs> killed all the good developers that's hilarious it's a, it's gonna be a 20 year game i, I can't i can't why what just what are they yeah. thinking i can't even i can't even like it's instead of them announcing the ways they're gonna <laughs> fix the current one, they're like, okay, Ubisoft, how are you gonna fix uh Unity, the online aspects, the the glitches? How are you gonna prepare that? Simple. We're going to release a new Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> I I don't I don't even uh, know. It's just bleh. I like, can't if you've been listening to this show for nine episodes, you understand my despair. I just uh <laughs> it and it and it, it it's it's gotten bigger and bigger with each uh, level yeah yeah you know so and when we hit level 15 i think that's when you know shane visits ubisoft studios himself oh dude no i'm i'm gonna just r roll up ubisoft studios and well no if i no i better not say what i'm planning on doing because i full disclosure i'm not gonna do anything because I'm, I'm a lazy fat nerd from alaska it's not gonna do anything but somebody's gonna think i'm gonna do something and i'm gonna have the feds kicking on my door in a week at the very least, in the we have <laughs> in we have evidence from all level eight shows. <laughs> in the spirit of the twentieth uh, anniversary of the PlayStation, you could always dress up as as a Crash Bandicoot with a megaphone and rant outside of their headquarters and just and eat uh, Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza backwards. Oh yeah, while while you're <laughs> while you're playing their old demo discs with the t with the Tony Hawk demo on it. Uh, I actually back to fucking the PlayStation bit. 
I used to play the Pizza Hut demo desk with Metal Gear Solid on there countless times. Oh, yeah, all the time. And then Medieval. Fuck, Medieval was a fun demo. Yeah. Oh. Ah, memories. Yeah, back when demos were worth playing. Some of those and, demos are better than games that come out now. Yeah, I was going to say, back when demos were free, I didn't cost you $60. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um. So, it, I guess, uh, in more new video game news, Jeff Keighley um, announced that there's going to be more than a dozen world premieres this Friday at the Video Game Awards. Um, what do you guys think is going to be announced? Are there any rumors or anything, or is there any games that you want to see announced? Now, are they saying that these are going to be brand all brand new announcements, or are they going or is it also new trailers for things we already know about? Yeah, no, that's interesting. They, uh, he specifically says uh, this Friday night will showcase more than a dozen world premieres at the Video Game Awards. Which games would you like to see? Just world premieres. Now, it could be a new trailer for Far Cry Four. Which is already out, but it could also be Half Life Three, mm. Fallout Four, Splatoon, Splatoon. Oh, probably be Splatoon. One of them for sure. Hasn't Reggie been working really closely with the Video Game Awards this year? See, see, I don't know. I was gonna ask that, like, because Nintendo normally doesn't have a huge presence there. I mean, it's normally like fucking Tony Hawk and Mountain Dew kind of people, right? Well, the last time he was there, I think last year, didn't he? Wasn't that the year he had the Met- Samus pin and he was teasing that? Oh, maybe we'll have something about Metroid to talk about in the future. And all it was was, cra- was that- and all it was was Cranky Kong in in Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's all we got from that. But yeah, you never know. Um, if anything, I'm hoping for maybe new information on Final Fantasy 15 and Kingdom Hearts 3. There is one confirmed. Uh, one already confirmed is Metal Gear Solid Online. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that, that we talked about that last and week. Yeah, yeah, that's the only one they've confirmed. So that makes it 11 other video game premieres that we're going to get. Yeah, maybe we'll get Assassin's Creed 10. Oh, yeah. No, no, it's, it'll, it'll be Assassin's Creed 5 through 11. There you go. Six more. That's six. So Assassin's Creed uh, 5 to 16. <laughs> that's what we're going to get. And they're all coming out by Valentine's Day. <laughs> maybe maybe it'll be the Ezio trilogy remastered for the PlayStation 4. Yeah, and it, it features just as broken controls as Unity. Uh, I have something to ask, though, since we're talking about the Video Game Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to talk about really quickly what you guys think is going to win the top prize of Game of the Year. Up for uh, the nominations are Dark Souls 2, Dragon Age Inquisition, Bayonetta 2, Hearthstone, and Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. Oh, Shadows of Mordor is going to win. Um, probably Shadows of Mordor, but I got my fingers crossed for Bayonetta. I think that game, like, like, really deserves all the praise it gets just from looking at it. Yeah, I, I, I love that game. Um, I would agree, but just of timing, I, I, in the, I think Shadow of Mordor is going to end up taking, especially now that you have the last Hobbit movie coming out. In December mm-hmm. this month, this the mo- it's on the you know the public consciousness. So it's I think it's going to take it. Yeah, and the video game awards typically goes with that type of game. You know that gets a lot of wide publicity and is more. I don't necessarily want to say mainstream, but I feel like Bayonetta is way too niche to get any kind of credit from a wide, right, true, wide um audience like that. I mean, if it was my choice out of those picks, it would be Bayonetta. But but yeah, I say if not if not Shadows of Mortar, then probably Dragon's Age. Mm. But at least they nominated the damn game because it is that damn good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised it even got nominated. I I would have thought if, here. Here. if they were going to go with a Nintendo game, I would have thought they would have went with either Smash Brothers or Mario Kart. Yeah. Did Mario Kart come out this year or last uh, year? Yeah. It came yeah. out this year? It was this year. Fuck, it was a, this year in May. It was a long ass year. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, it was. Now, um, now, you bring up the like the fact that it's not mainstream enough. Um, I don't know if you two but we should have a few listeners that are fans of mega 64 not as big as me but mega 64 has this reoccurring uh skit that they do every year called the todd and aaron video game awards and it's uh sean and rocco playing like the douchiest like dude bro characters giving out the most absurd awards and it's always like game of the year call of duty whatever call of duty it is and then it's like <laughs> um and then it's either it's always call of duty or madden and one of the one of their funniest jokes is like best new level design qualcomm stadium madden like 2008 (laughs) (laughs) and it's it's really funny um and they just just rag on the video game awards so much so i'll put a link to a couple of the todd and aaron awards there they always get fucking 
hilarious. Uh, but they they spawn from mimicking the video game awards. So, but uh, you mentioned you you there. I'm pointing to your picture on our Google Docs, Josh. Uh, yes, Kingdom sir. Hearts three, uh, Disney. Um, uh, was it yesterday? Today doesn't matter. Monday, um, I think. Yeah, Monday said that Marvel and Star Wars aren't necessarily off limits for Kingdom Hearts three. Oh yeah, and I I think I got a serious video game half chub when I read that because I'm <laughs> I love I love crossovers no matter what they are. Um, like I just I love seeing different properties. Uh, coming together, like uh, I love the, the episode of Law and Order. It's like Law and Order and ho- Homicide on the Streets. Uh, I I love you know video game mashups, different characters coming together. So I th- I think the Kingdom Hearts games are really really cool. And adding fucking Marvel and Star Wars in that, Luke Skywalker, Deadpool, Mickey Mouse, and like I don't know those those whiny Kingdom Hearts kids that whose names I can't remember <laughs> going around fucking shit. That, that's her name, whiny whiny kid. That's her name. <laughs> so. I, I I would love to see that. I would love to see a Star Wars and Marvel Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they've already done Pirates of the Caribbean, so if they found a way to shoehorn that in, then I'm sure they can make anything work. But uh, as long as I get frozen, I'm happy. I don't care about anything else. Yeah, you are you are I've, a frozen whore, man. Oh yeah, I've bent over plenty of times, and I'll do it again. <laughs> I just I just want to be Darth Vader in Toontown. <laughs> holy shit oh the, the <laughs> mental imagery that's awesome that's awesome to, uh, can, can i get darth vader and sophia the first like just like hang out <laughs> so i hear that you are of regal status now let me show you how to be a proper leader wait wait what, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Where, what is sophia the first sophia the first uh, is uh disney junior cartoon <laughs> where <laughs> hey Hey, don't hate on Sophia the First, damn it. <laughs> Sophia the First. Okay, this is it's, it's, it's a serious story of tragedy, but of happiness at the end. So she comes, her mom marries the uh, king of a of the certain kingdom that I can't remember. So because uh, she's now the stepdaughter of this king, she is officially now a princess. But she's like eight or seven years old, and she's trying to figure out how to be a good princess. So uh, the Disney princesses will make guest appearances like Snow White, Cinderella. And show her, like, they teach her little life lessons. If I had a daughter or a son, I would love them to watch the show. My wife watches the show religiously, and I've sat down and watched it, and damn it, yeah, it's cute and adorable. So I'm like, if you take that, and if they do some Kingdom Hearts, and they can allow any Disney property, fuck it. Put Darth Vader, let him show up on the show, and show her how to, like, control her peasants by brute force. Oh, my God, that sounds – dude, Darth Vader, and I'm looking at some pictures of Sophia the First right here. <laughs> Her and Darth Vader, Darth Vader need to roll deep in the kingdom and just lay down the law. Yeah, and see, like maybe that is like you know how he felt. Why well, can't turn Luke to the dark side? Well, perhaps she will. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's Sophia the first. And like, holy shit! Like, props to fucking whoever did this. This animation looks really good. <laughs> it's good, and so 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 fuck Sophia the first, Sophia the Sith. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's once awesome. You, once you embrace the dark side, Sophia the first will be <laughs> Sophia the last. <laughs> oh my god, that's it. That's it. That's what I want in Kingdom Hearts 3. Vader and Sophia the first. That's brilliant. Can we get any artists who listen to the show, please draw Sophia the Sith? <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do it. Um... Next on our list, um, Josh, this is yours. Barry returns in Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil Revelations 2, two revelations, too many revelations, not enough time, all some, the berries. Some kind of revelation, yeah. Why don't, why don't you give us a little, little rundown on that? Okay, so first of all, anyone who's been playing Resident Evil from the beginning knows that they've introduced way too many characters over the years, and they just mm-hmm. kind of forget about them, unless your name is Leon or Chris. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> one of the, I mean, one of the cool things about the announcement is, well, first of all, Revelations 2 is going to be episodic. So I believe they said there's going to be four or five episodes in total and it's coming out early next year. No, no, uh, cor- cor- correct me. Is this is different than like a remake of Resident Evil 2? Uh, correct. It, so it's, Revelations is its own series. Right. Re- Revelations was a 3DS exclusive game that was trying to take it back more into a horror. Um, in a direction that's more scary, I guess. 
Okay. And back more towards its roots. So Revelations on 3DS was so successful that they ported it to consoles. And then I guess that was popular enough to the point where they decided to bring out a sequel and release it on everything but Nintendo consoles, even though that's where it started. <laughs> but um, either either way, though, um, they announced that originally they announced the first episode would star Claire and then Barry's daughter. And then Barry was one of the main characters of the first game. And aside from a cameo here and there, he hasn't been seen since in a major role. So we were all kind of like, all right, cool. His daughter's showing up. So we'll get background on what happened to him. But now the second episode is going to be featuring him as pretty much the lead character. So that's cool. So I was like, I was like Barry's character. Yeah. Mr. Jill Sandwich, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> the people were even saying he like, oh, I hope he says something about it. But I doubt they take themselves super serious now. So I doubt that they will. But with that said, hopefully we'll eventually get the return of characters like Rebecca Billy Cohen, or just like I said, they've had so many characters that they completely forgot about over the years. And Resident Evil, believe it or not, I always felt had a really interesting story until they kind of went nuts with it at the end of five. But wasn't yeah. um wasn't Billy Cohen in Resident Evil Zero? Mm-hmm. Yeah, him okay. and Rebecca were the leads from that. So that game was weird. Yeah, it was really messed up. And the weirdest thing about it was that Rebecca survived all of that just to be like fodder in Resident Evil One. So, <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. Mm. Maybe, I'm like, maybe she was just tired after all that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh. Well, I'm hyped for the return of Barry. Um. And I think everybody else is too. That was. I'm just terrible at segways today. What is going on? No, you're on point. <laughs> I'm well, on speaking, point. Speaking of large men. Speak- speaking of large men with heart conditions. <laughs> 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 holy shit um you need you need to run the show speaking of large men with heart conditions the actor that played donkey kong um that dressed up as donkey kong at the los, Ang- los angeles zoo earlier this year for the um nintendo promotion of donkey kong returns donkey kong country returns 3d is suing nintendo because he apparently got a heart condition from the suit what is going on here? And Juan, you said that, that some doctor said that's physically impossible. Yeah, uh, this guy named Parker Mills, who was he hired to play... sounds like a dick. <laughs> yeah, Par- Parker Douchebag. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, t- yeah I-, I was sitting on that all day. I just waited for that movie to throw out that little golden nugget. So, <laughs> so Parker Mills, he was hired uh, to play the Donkey Kong and me and our glorious leader, Jonathan London. Uh, all hail John. Mm-hmm. All uh, hail London. We we, uh, we met him and, you know, we took pictures with Donkey Kong and he looked fine and it was actually a shaded area. But he claims that he wasn't uh, getting enough breaks and that because it was so humid and heavy in the suit that he had developed a heart condition, which he has to get treated for now. <laughs> huh. And so uh, I'm reading on the, the Go Nintendo site where they posted this story and, you know, everyone's adding their two cents. But here we get uh, someone who says, I expect this lawsuit to be quickly dismissed. I'm a physician, and those aren't the conditions that lead to an aortic dissection. Also, a pacemaker isn't used for aortic dissection. He had some pre-existing heart condition and is trying to get Nintendo to foot the bill, in parentheses, and take up some home, I'd imagine. And uh, this is, yeah, that's assuming I've never really trusted people, uh, blah, blah, blah. No, that's pretty much it. That the conditions he's saying that he suffered from the suit, that doesn't happen from just wearing a big giant Donkey Kong suit. That is the result of some pre existing condition. <laughs> and Fucking aside, dick. Yeah, what a dick. And then besides <laughs> besides all of that, I can tell that his story is bullshit because I was at the zoo and I went to go take my picture with him three different times and each time he kept leaving right when I got there, so not enough breaks my ass. I had to sit there and wait all day to finally catch the guy. <laughs> ah, see there you go. Evidence. <laughs> You might you might be called to uh, testify. Oh, you're you're going to be an expert witness. Oh yeah, and then I'll I'll put my Donkey Kong amiibo on the witness stand just so he could <laughs> stare at it and, get, and like start just fuming. He just like, get, like getting into like a cold sweat, staring at it with him like shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I, I have to say it's probably going to get thrown out, but it's a funny story. It's a funny story. You should have you should have you know like how they did that thing at the Santa Monica Pier where 
they were promoting Tropical Freeze and they would have Donkey Kong bust out of the wall and scare the people playing the demo. No, right. They should have him bust through the courtroom right where he's about to, <laughs> to give the verdict. Or how do you find the defendant? Or how do you find the plaintiff? We find the defendant, Nintendo. Boom! And Donkey Kong just comes in. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome. I, 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 there's no words for the level of douchiness. No words. It's pretty high up yeah. there. It's, it's he it's, should it's, he should uh, be, he should get a job at Ubisoft and he should win an award on the next Mega sixty four award. <laughs> <laughs> Douchiest mascot of the year, <laughs> the Donkey Kong <laughs> asshole that works at Ubisoft. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Um, is there anything else on our news list or anything you saw that you want to talk about before we get into the, what we've been playing? Um, I think we've covered it. We've pretty much. Um, the only other thing that I had added was that there is a marathon of. Final Fantasy games being streamed on Twitch at the moment. I guess it's two different two different gamers who are racing to see who could finish twenty one Final Fantasy games first. Holy and shit. Oh my god. From what I've heard, they started two days ago and they're already on Final Fantasy three. Wow. So they're pretty much going in chronological order from Final Fantasy one all the way down to skipping the MMOs, um playing all the way down to thirteen, one, two, and three. And then they're also including games like spinoffs like Final Fantasy IV, After Years, Crisis Core, Dirge of Cerberus, and... Um, tactics? And Tactics, yes. Tactics is going to be a fucking time sink. Tactics alone would take, their, it would take the whole time. Dude, they, they, need to, they need to get some serious like Adderall or like, like just some, get some good high quality meth. Because if you sleep, <laughs> the other guys are going to get woken up and you're just going to fall behind. Yeah, get the drogas. <laughs> you know, uh, meth or, you know, coffee. But, you know, meth is good too. <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever, whatever works for you, kid. <laughs> it's like, this isn't meth. This is Java. What are you doing? Get this crap out of here. I need to play Dirge of Cerberus right now. Uh, uh, being on drugs is probably the only way you can get through that one. Ooh, they had a good song though Ooh. from that uh, J Rock band. Uh, was it Gak? Does Gak? Oh, it was Gak. So it was the singer. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like they mo- they modeled the character after him. That's why the the lead character Vincent. No, no, no. The the new villain that they introduce that ends up essentially being the strongest character in all of Final Fantasy Seven was modeled after Gak. Oh well, today I learned. I'll be- <laughs> all right. <laughs> In to speaking of characters modeled after singers, um, <laughs> games we've been playing. Uh, I've only played one game this week, and it was Grand Theft Auto Five for the PlayStation Four. And I, I know I always say I'm going to be quick, and I ramble for 25 minutes, but I'll be quick. I got it and fired up Grand Theft Auto Online right away because uh, last generation I had it on the Xbox. All my friends had it on the PlayStation Three. Never got to play with them, so I fired it up online. My buddy, um, who also got it, fired it up online. We we got together, and I I was level four because I just like dicked around a little bit. But he was like level forty seven, so w- he had all this existing like real estate and money, and like I had a bunch of money because technically my character was around for the stimulus package. So I had like over a million dollars. So we're going we're going fucking bonkers, and it was so much fun. He was robbing a liquor store, and I was in the car. He was ready to jump in, and a jet came by and blew the fucking car up as he was walking out. And we did some of the most absurd things in the world. We picked up a hooker, drove her to the mountains, <laughs> and hacked her up with hatchets, then drove back down the mountain and went to the strip club. And then you oh. played GTA five. <laughs> 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 yeah, then we played GTA five. Uh, but uh the the funniest thing ever is that um when you're first person in first person mode, which is really awesome, but when you when you go to the bar in the strip club to drink, your character like just rocks back the shot, and it's so involved. And so we got shit faced drunk until the bartender at the strip club cut us off, and we we got lap dances from a stripper and filled her like meter up, so that she gave her number to my friend. We called her and went back to his apartment, and one of the most absurd scenes ever. I'm sitting in the chair getting a lap dance from this girl. My friends in the background drinking shot after shot off his bar to the point where like, he just disappeared. I'm like, what the fuck happened? He's like, uh, I went to go get for another shot and my character fell over and hit his head on the table and I'm in the hospital now? So <laughs> so his character blacked out while I was getting uh, my dick rubbed on. So then I took a shower and a shower and then we ripped on the bong and that was it. Only in GTA. Huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, aside aside from the meter part, that didn't sound like a video game story. I I know, right? It, and it was it was so weird. And he had a he had a really funny quote because uh, he his character ran out of money for the stripper, so he went to the ATM. And I, he's gonna be mad if I say this. And he doesn't listen, so who cares? <laughs> and he said he's like, "Oh shit, I've been here before." I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "I'm at the ATM, drunk at the strip club," and I'm like. Oh, I've been there before too. Uh oh. <laughs> so like, like art imitates life, as they say. So don't don't do what as we do, but play Grand Theft Auto as we do. I don't know. I don't know. My segues are shitty. Josh, what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing quite a few things. I'm not going to talk too much about everything because then we'll go way over again. But mm-hmm. real quick, I wanted to touch, and this might be a spoiler if you're worried about the incredible story of Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, but um. I finished it over the last couple of days and it was amazing because the game pretty much confirms a Pokemon multiverse. So oh, wait, whoa, whoa, what? Wait, I don't think whoa. you can get, yeah, you, I don't think you can get fucking nerdier than that. It's, it's so weird because, you know, Omega Ruby is supposed to be a remake of Ruby and they added this new post game story where there's a meteor that's going to destroy the planet. And then basically the scientists are like, Oh, we built this device that would create a portal that would that would suck up the meteor and then everyone will be saved and then the one character eventually says that you can't do that because there's multiple worlds including multiple multiple hoenn regions that never heard of mega evolution that are that it would just transport to and destroy and it was basically trying to say that the old game boy advance versions still exist in their own canon and that the remakes are a separate it's like it's hoenn but in a different multiverse so if you transported that meteor through the portal, it would destroy the world in the GBA games, I guess. What? So it's like, I don't know. It changes everything. How do you spell like, convoluted? I don't, um, P-O-K-E-M-O-N. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like, it was a small thing. It was only like two or three sentences, but I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like the, My Game Boy Advance games still have relevance somehow. And, but, and, the, and they're going to release an adapter that you can fucking hook those up and do something. I was half expecting them to combine like Metal Gear Solid 4 with like the Avengers and have your character fly through the portal. And then all of a sudden you're playing in like 16 bit like, <laughs> GBA graphics for a while for like 10 minutes or so before you get transported back. But uh, if anyone at Nintendo's listening, get on that because that would be you know, I awesome. got I got Reggie on speed dial. I'll give him a call. OK. Oh, yeah, for sure. But um, besides. <laughs> Besides Pokemon, I played a little bit of Persona Q, which is my first time playing a Etrian Odyssey style game, which is basically like a first person dungeon crawling RPG. And maybe I just suck, but I'm playing on normal and I see how all my friends are saying that it's pretty easy and I'm just getting my ass kicked. Like, you don't get, basically, you don't get money from enemies, you get money from selling stuff and healing costs a shitload of money. Really? So it's like, I'm, I'm only maybe two hours in. Uh, so maybe, maybe once I level up, it'll get easier, but I feel completely incompetent playing that. So it might not be for a while. <laughs> um, aside from that real quick, fantasy life, um, got another couple hours into that. So it's my fantasy life. Did you talk about this last week? I touched on it, but I just started it. So I didn't really play it before, but it's funny. It was complete coincidence, but my character looks like rarity and I made him a tailor. Yes. And <laughs> yes. 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 I, I knew you would appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> but. Uh, that's a reference that Juan will not get. <laughs> no. <laughs> but so like long story short, like the game, if you're unfamiliar, it's an RPG, but you can be jobs that aren't that don't involve fighting monsters. So you could be the guy who makes the equipment or the weapons and that kind of stuff. Cool. And then you have like little mini games where you can make better equipment. And the cool thing is it doesn't restrict you. It doesn't restrict you to only being that one job for the rest of the game. So if you do decide you want to be a warrior then you could be a warrior and fight monsters, and then you could wear the equipment that you made when you were a tailor. So I'm 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 so on board. What what platform is this on? 3ds. Oh fuck! I'm getting this. I'm getting this. Like I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna pre-order it right now. And it's, it has th- <laughs> <laughs> it has three player co- online co-op too. So that's another holy thing. shit. This sounds fucking badass. Fantasy Life three three 3ds dot com slash buy. Is that the website? No, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> It's called it's it's www.paypal.com/inujoshua. So you can- <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and the art style looks adorable as shit. Fuck, I don't need another game right yeah. now. Ugh, it, I hate you, Josh. I it, hate you. And it's developed by the people who made Professor Layton, so. I never played any of those games. Oh, <laughs> well, how can you not? I, I don't know. They just didn't seem like fun. I don't know. I don't <laughs> Who's know. not I, the gamer this week? Uh, me, someone, apparently. <laughs> someone, someone had to fill in for Derek. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, Juan, what have you been playing? Oh, wait, 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 Josh, Josh, I, you said DDR you wanted to talk about. Sorry, Juan. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I found a DDR machine, and someone put, like, five bucks into it and didn't play. So I sat there at a laser tag place playing DDR, and afterwards it was the creepiest thing, because I've told a story before where um, that I told Jonathan where some girl, like, approached me and gave my friend the cold shoulder, blah, 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 but... This dude comes up to me and it was like, oh, man, those are some pretty sweet moves. And I was like, oh, thanks, I guess. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, man, that was really cool. And then I was with some friends, right? And he looks at my wife and he looks at my other friend who's also a girl. And then he goes, oh, that was really good. Can they do that? Maybe they should get on and start playing. I'd like to see that. <laughs> and, I, what? and I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think they play. And he's like, oh, come on, just try it. I want to see you guys play. And it was like the creepiest thing. Oh my god, baby, baby, I love you so much. Let me just let me just see your boobs. Let me just see it. Let me look at it. Let me look at it. I love you. I, oh my god, I love you so much, girl. It cool. it did remind me of the old episode of Attack of the Show. Speaking of G four, um, that they actually had an episode teaching you how to install a camera at the bottom of a DDR machine so you could upskirt people. Ugh. Oh god. Oh yeah. yeah. I I forgot to mention. Uh, we're gonna link to a documentary called The Rise and Fall of G four, about a half hour long, but it's not surprising now that you mentioned that huh. oh yeah i yeah once attack of the show and all those shows took over i kind of fell out of the channel but that's a different story anyway <sighs> yeah so sorry uh one what have you been playing uh going through alpha sapphire right now so i just cleared the first gym and uh, so i'm a little bit behind where josh is <laughs> so thanks for the multiverse spoiler <laughs> <laughs> that's fine um I, I, that uh, more Hyrule Warriors Smash Brothers. It's pretty much been all Nintendo, but I, I have to admit, uh, there's I've been playing this uh, game on my phone for the better part of the last six months. Uh, I've been playing the Star Wars trading card game. What? That's almost that's almost as bad as me playing the My Little Pony mobile game. Yeah, and I love that it, game. It's, it's it's pretty bad. Like I just got hooked on it, and now I, I was gonna let go. I was gonna quit, but now that the movie's coming out next year, I, I have a feeling they're gonna release all these exclusive things for it. And I kind of want to be there when it happens. Oh yeah. So uh, so I, I'm I haven't played it a bit, but it, I that's my other guilty pleasure. I know we talked about it on the show a couple of weeks ago, but but that's it. But I'm all hyped. I got to get all my Smash Brothers out now and my Pokemon out now because when Friday hits. Captain Mother Effin' Toad. Yeah, yes. boy. Captain all Mother All day F and, and all night. And that's co-op, right? I think Derek said it's co-op. Like a boss. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. We're not gamers. All I know is that when I play that game, I, I don't drink, but damn, and not anymore. <laughs> but not anymore after, after last Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have really bad, like track records with my fellow writers at comic-con i i just there's nothing to do up here in alaska but drink i mean i mean th that's pretty much all you got to do i mean i guess we can play video games watch tv and you know, i don't know and i can dj sometimes i i would say that when i started djing that exasperated my alcoholism being in a bar every fucking thursday night uh, <laughs> but <laughs> i could go down to comic-con and just i mean derek tells this funny story where we were at a, a party and like I, I walk up to him like, here you go, here's a drink. And then I drink a drink and he takes a sip and looks down and I'm there with two more like, I finished mine. Here's your second one too. And he's like, I haven't even started the first one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, But uh, that's pretty much it. That's all I'm waiting for. Uh, and then uh, it's just Captain Toad all, all day and all night. Right and uh, speaking of Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, we have the results of our contest from last week. Oh, yes, who we wins. Uh, we changed up the rules, so um, you don't have to put the secret password in because I we realize that is probably too tedious for some people that aren't diehard fans of our show. So 
we have a picture of Pokemon on the Geekscape Facebook. That is facebook.com slash geekscapedotnet. Or you can search us. Um, if uh, we're going to wait for the winner to pick out what copy they would like, whatever's left over will be up for grabs next week. Uh, so if you've already entered by sharing the image and liking Geekscape on Facebook, you're automatically entered um, for the following week. If you shared the password from last week, that's two entries. You get entered twice. So um, we had uh, a bunch of people enter, um, and we threw them all into a random number generator. And uh, a lot of people are going to think it's collusion because it was uh, a friend of mine that I told to enter the contest, uh, and he actually listened. But uh, my friend Kaze Hideyoshi, uh, also up in Alaska, part of Nano7 Gamers, is the winner this week. So, Kaze, you can pick which copy you would like. And he mentioned that he's going to give it to his girlfriend. Aww. Yeah. What yeah. a waste. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So, guys, um, to enter next week, uh, if you've already shared it, you're already in. But make sure you like that Facebook page because there's a couple of entries that we couldn't see because of privacy settings. because They didn't like the page. So, like the page so we can make sure you get added. Um, but last week we asked you guys, what is your favorite Pokemon and why? And we have a pretty good turnout. Let me pull them up here. Why am I having issues? There we go. Um, starting off, we have Tazia M. Tazia, am I saying that right? I hope so. (laughs) My favorite Pokemon is Regiram. Who the, what the fuck is a Regiram? Pokemon black and white. Okay. Because I love dragons and that Pokemon (laughs) so much like a dragon. Also, Pokemon Black is my favorite game. I guess I should have read her her whole sentence. Um, then Pira N. Am I God? Man, did you put these in here? It's so hard to read. There's no like parsing. Oh, um, yeah, I thought I thought I'd make you guys work for it. <laughs> I already work enough on this damn podcast. Um, Pira N. said Wartortle. It's a combination of a beauty of beauty and toughness. Then um, Logan S. just said that's Lucario. That's Lucario. Yeah, yeah sounds about right. Yeah. And then uh, Jose O says Tyranitar because it's simply the Godzilla of Pokemon. He is my favorite type and is depicted as an amazing parent in the show. And then from Twitter, Andrew at RiseUpNivit, N-Y-V-A-T, if you guys want to give him props. He said Flygon, number 330, short and sweet. Uh, Then at Vince OJ said Chikorita is playing awesome. In the anime, it tried to take down Charizard, but in the game, not really. But its shiny form is gold. So there's that. Um, and then my favorite one from Crystal A. Jinx! Because she looks like a cheap hooker! <laughs> and then I actually... I have... Uh, oh, oh, go, go, ahead, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I have a couple more from... I'm getting some really late entries Yeah, here. me too. Yeah. The, these guys are procrastinators, I tell you. We have the admission objective all week. And then the last five minutes. Hey, we're f- recording. Oh, okay. I might as well yeah. put it in. So I have uh, Amanda N, who says Bulbasaur, because he's one of the three starter Pokemon of Kanto. Uh, Andy R says Dragonite, because I always looked up to Lance when I was playing Pokemon Gold Silver. Case in point, Dragonite won me most of my matches in the exact street tournament Street Pass Los Angeles held a couple years back. Uh, Christian W says, my favorite Pokemon is Swampert. He was my first Pokemon I ever trained to level 100. In my favorite region, and as well as being a solid Pokemon, unless you're battling a grass Pokemon, then you run and grab another Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> Monique, Monique, uh, so that's just, I also gave up his last name. Snorlax, because he is my inner spirit animal. <laughs> I think he's, he's, he's a lot of, uh, of guys that I know, it's their spirit animal, <laughs> not a Snorlax themselves. Uh, 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 <laughs> me, back two, back have... in school, me and, my, me and my sister would call my mom <laughs> Snorlax. And she never understood it. And then one day, like, she saw a Pokemon card or something. She's like, what the, what the damn it, you little bastards? <laughs> huh. That's interesting because we call my mother-in-law Snorlax. Oh! Uh, hopefully hopefully, none of her family listen to this. I'm, listen to the show. <laughs> I'm going to post this show on all their Facebooks. This special episode goes out to Josh's mother-in-law. Uh, Snorlax. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only Snorlax in my life. <laughs> uh alan m says dragonite because it's dragonite bitch <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> elegant makes sense <laughs> and the last one had from allison k one of my former uh students says swampert has always been my favorite since sapphire was my first pokemon game 
I've always really liked water types, but Swampert in particular just really grew on me to the point where I made sure that it was on every team when I would redo battles against the Elite Four. Plus, it's water ground, and when I realized electric attacks didn't do shit, I felt That's unstoppable. That's so OP. Water ground? Jesus. Well, and then, gra- yeah. and then grass murders it, though. Yeah, but... So it balances itself out. I guess. I guess. Those are cool. So, um, I got some then, more... Oh, do you got late entries, too? Yeah, I have late entries on, All right, on ladies Facebook. All right, ladies first. Um, thank you. Um, <laughs> I have... <laughs> I have Floyd... Floyd B. said Ratata. Um, Ryan G. said Snorlax. He's a beast. Versatile, powerful, but adorable, too. Uh, Robert V. said the Smash Brothers Pikachu because he's brave against all odds despite his size and is a loyal friend. He fights fiercely with everything he has. Aww. That's, Aww. That's, a, that's adorable, and I think that's probably the amiibo. <laughs> um, Italibi, I hope I'm saying that right, I'm probably not, but Blastoise, because why not? And oh, I thought, part- I thought Italia B was the Pokemon. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know what? Close enough. Like, it, it, you say it that way and it sounds believable. Blastoise is favorite Pokemon yeah. and Italia B. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, yeah, and she said because why not? And and it, gr- it grows more cannons when it mega evolves. I'll just add to her entry because that's oh. ridiculous. Um, and Andrea B says Vulpix, first Pokemon card. That she got, and because she's foxy like her. Aww. Oh, Vulpix was my go. favorite Pokemon for a grip. I got a Vulpix plush from KFC. That's my fondest memory of it. Dude, me too. I have that. I have it upstairs. <laughs> oh my I god, I, I love that thing. I have it shoved in a closet forever, forgotten <sighs> until now. But yeah. some of us appreciate our Pokemon more than others. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it out of the closet and then uh, post it on coming on figurines, coming on plushies. <laughs> <laughs> there you I'm go. sure there's that it, subreddit. It probably exists already. I was just gonna say. Oh. Um, and then I got two, two quick, uh, two more real quick. Hovo M says right on. He is the best for him because he's a tank and defensive wise, and he was good in the yellow version. And lastly, Mary C says Shellos because she likes snails and they work well for a few rounds. Not to mention they're also water ground. Hmm. Right on, right on. And I also have some late entries. Like the Pokemon one. It's blowing up. Um, our winner, Kaze Hideyoshi, uh, said Mew because it's fucking adorable. Um, and then also Mackenzie N also said Mew, the god of Pokemon. Its gracefulness, its pure happiness, its emotion is fluid like water. I, I feel like in a fight, it would be near impossible to beat. Um, and then Haley B said Eevee because of cuteness. Plus, it evolves into like a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> and then... Uh, Ryan G, uh, no, very much related to the other Ryan G, I, I hope, uh, said Bulbasaur, uh, grass Pokemon kick ass, especially with solar beam. And it's, and it's number one in the Pokedex. And then, um, we got one from Ben S, which is quite eloquent. I'm a Dragonite fan. There's a quote, brave men do not slay dragons or wolves. Brave men live beside them. And that who doesn't want... Oh, wait, fuck. No, this is no longer the quote. <laughs> and that... <laughs> who doesn't want a pet dragon? Um, and then uh, uh, Adam B. said Tyranitar. It's fucking Godzilla. And then <laughs> John K. says, Ditto, because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> and then uh, uh, TLS. That's his name. TLS. Said Furfru, a fluffy dog Pokemon with the ability to cut physical damage in half. Yes, please. Yes, uh, Furfru. Yeah, Joe T said Charizard OG. Then Blue G uh, said Scyther is my favorite. I spent countless hours in the tall grass at home hunting for prey mantis to train. Little did I know back then. Um, and then the last one we got is Rachel D. Snorlax. Because he's a badass fatty who eats and sleeps a lot, but is so like soft looking, just want to lay on his belly and sleep. I think that would probably be the ultimate, the ultimate sleeping uh, device. Device? What? Man, I'm just off my, I'm off my improv game so much. I am. I think Derek's absence is finally hitting. I think uh, you're like uh, Tomas and Zamot from GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> like you like you need you need each other to kind of function. Uh, I know and it's yeah well that's not far from uh far from the <laughs> truth okay uh let's get quick uh mission objective this week uh the crew just came out uh on c- consoles shit <laughs> <laughs> on 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 the game 
the square. King square. <laughs> um, and one of, if you're not privy with the crew, it's Ubisoft, the uh, <laughs> world racing game where you can have a car uh, and modify it for whatever environment you're racing in. So you can have a street car, you can have an off-road car. So you can take like a Mustang and then put knobby-ass tires on and go through the desert. So our question uh, this week is, if you could race any type of vehicle, and be it a car, a spaceship, sci-fi, anything, what you, uh, Josh, you said any like sci-fi vehicles uh, count as well? Oh yeah, any any vehicle that you can think of that's in that either exists in real life or exists in fantasy, whatever you, you want. Yeah, yeah, and then if you could race any type of vehicle in any type of environment, what would it be? So get your brains going, make it think like uh, it's an episode of Wacky Races. But Josh, you can go first. Uh, mine is simple. I would say the Blue Falcon because that's probably as close as we'll ever get to another F Zero game. <laughs> You'll race it anywhere. You'll race it in 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 the fucking Kroger parking lot. Yeah, I'll take what I can get at this point. <laughs> All right, Juan, what's yours? Uh, I would race the speeder bike from Return of the Jedi. Ooh, where would you race it? the The jungle seems dangerous. I would race it in any course from Wacky Racers, just so I could race against uh, Muttley and Dick Dastardly. <laughs> oh God, I love that. So I could, because I could just have the the Dick Dastardly go, JC, and then <laughs> <laughs> I have the dog laugh. The, the dog who like s- smokes a carton a day. Yeah, I, I, these like Marlboro Reds every day. <laughs> Lucky Cause, strikes you know, unfiltered. Because because fuck Salem because that's what pussies. That's why. <laughs> um. Fucking hell. Okay, uh, mine uh, would have to be the Cirrus uh, XR. Oh shit! Oh my god! I'm I'm being hold. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I, I need whoa, to clarify. Whoa. Oh my. Okay, I was right. The Cirrus X3 Rocket Pack from the Rocketeer. Um, holy shit! Oh. Um, that is my favorite movie. That is my DJ name. I have bunch of fucking like rocketeer shit on my wall over here and god <laughs> damn it that jetpack is oh i i i i can't even i can't even comprehend how much i want to stra- strap it on and strap it on uh, <laughs> i want to strap on and just go soaring i think it would be absolutely amazing and i'd have to um i'd have to race it probably um i I bet I could beat the Blue Falcon. I'll race you in that Kroger parking lot, Josh. Oh, yeah. I'm probably, as bad as I am at F-Zero, I'd probably crash in the first, at the first turn, so I don't doubt it. Yo, we'll crash well, you right into the produce. Yeah. If there's fucking Ewoks, then I'm fucked too. So. <laughs> we'll, put, we'll put an Ewok in the jetpack. <laughs> ah, damn it. All right, guys. So Third that is confirmed. your question, mission objective this week. Uh, if you could race any type of vehicle in any type of environment, what would it be? Send those in. Uh, you can put it on our Facebook. You can email it in, comment on the show notes, tweet us. If you want to tweet us, you can tweet me at Shane O'Hare, Josh. At Inu Joshua. And Juan Carlos. Uh, at the King of Mars. And addedly, I just realized in some other dimensions, as we talked about Pokemon in the multiverse, there's a multiverse where we're doing this podcast right now, and Ubisoft announces that they're creating a Rocketeer game. No, oh, fuck you! <laughs> fuck you! Oh my god, oh, I can't even... I, and it'll be it'll be the eighth one in the last two years. Uh, <laughs> like you d- uh, all right, guys, that was Geekscape Games Level Nine. I'm gonna go have a freak out. Oh, where's my where's my whiskey? Where's my whiskey? Damn it! <laughs> all right, see you guys next uh, week. Bye. Bye. Take a Z pack and tell me how you feel in the morning. Bye. <laughs>